Well, hello, and welcome to another fun-filled, well, that's to be determined, episode of The Movie Men Podcast. The Movie Men Podcast. Yeah. God, episode 70. Holy. Yeah. Holy hand grenade. Holy Hannah Montana. Holy. Holy. You know what phrase makes me uncomfortable? When they're talking about a piano player and they say tickling the keys. Hmm. Oh yeah, I I tickle the keys. It just sounds sexual, and I, it, you know, huh? All sexual things don't make me uncomfortable. Just sexual hmm. things that involve pianos. Weird, you know. It's kind of yeah, yeah. Okay, Br- brass foot pedals and stuff. Ugh. So, anyways, <laughs> um, welcome to the show. Once once upon a time, there was a womanizer named uh, Sean Connery. Oh yeah, and and they were like, hey. We've got a womanizer role. You want to come play him? And he's like, "Let me check my calendar." <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. That was not. That was not my best, Sean Connery. And he uh, was like, he was. You know what he said? He's like, you know what? I can't be in the film per se. Like, I can't make shooting. But you could just put a GoPro on me, and yes. we'll just use that footage. You could just watch me pressure women and women into having sex, and then. Uh, <laughs> You know, green screen in some some gunshots, <laughs> and I think we'll have a film. <laughs> so, so for those who joining us, we are continuing our series of reviewing all the James Bond films. Welcome, welcome to the show. We are on episode number six. You only live twice. Episode number six. Yes, of of James Jeez. Bond. James Bond. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, it was unbelievable. You know what I was thinking for this? If no, they, I wasn't because I oh not okay. This telepathy is not okay. A, I was hoping you. you know. Uh, if they make you know remakes happen in Hollywood all the time, all the time. Get if, out. If they made a remake of this for the James mm. Bond opening song montage, I feel only like live twice again. <laughs> no. I feel like if they remade the You Only Live Twice, Drake would have to do the song and it would just be like Yolt, like You Only Live Twice instead of YOLO. I feel like that I, would have I, I, to be. I don't get that reference. I don't listen to that kind of music, so I don't. <sighs> okay. Sorry. All right. I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like a British punk rock and, <laughs> and American bluegrass <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and and electron I'm no I'm being serious like Mumford and Sons oh okay Sex Pistols The sure. Clash yeah and then like the bluegrass part ele- I wasn't electric, sure if you were serious and then like progressive house music yeah yeah you, I don't Mum- Drake you, any like would you modern... consider Mumford and Sons bluegrass I would consider well I mean they've got banjos yeah. and like wash drum basses and shit like that. I, I just, think yeah, I, I think, think they're, they're earlier I think the further back you go, the more acceptable it would be to call them bluegrass. I guess. Yeah. Right? Now they've got like electric guitars mm. and you know, big yeah. big big city ticket items, right? <laughs> so like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's so hello get in, and welcome. Let's get into the episode You Only Live Twice. Yeah, Schletch. Let, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Something right. I'm very concerned about in this film is at one point somebody hands 007 
uh, a drink that I could only assume is a martini. Uh, and the guy's like, the guy's like, uh, it's stirred, not shaken. Did I get that right? And he's like, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Thanks. What and I'm thinking that? like, yeah. isn't that backwards? Yeah. That's, it's the wrong frig. Learn your own drink, pal. Like I, considering your kind of MO, I feel like you would have not only said it's wrong, but you would have like thrown it at someone's face and been like, try again, fool. Yeah. Yeah. Get it right. Get it right. Um, I, I'm going to hold off the trivia to the end. Okay. I want to, I want to get your Mm. thoughts on it and then we'll, that's where I like my trivia. So it's right at the end. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Um, let's get into it. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Mm. Mm. Um, so, so we've got a ranking system. I mean, if you, Mm. okay, I would explain the ranking system to you. Sure. However, if this is the first 007 episode of ours that you're listening to, then you're listening to the wrong damn episode. Mm. <sighs> just go check out just 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 go check out our Doctor No episode. Mm-hmm. We explain everything there, mm-hmm. and then you know you'll be able to just speed. go from there. Yeah, yeah. We've got a ranking system. 007. Yep. It's lots of fun, except for when it's not. <laughs> yeah, Thunderball. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, okay. So. Here we go, eh? Mm. We've got um uh the first category is plot. I gave this uh hang on, my spreadsheet it's showing up as an I. I gave mm. it I gave I gave plot the letter I. No, I gave <laughs> plot uh a seven. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was I thought this was like it was different enough from mm. the other Things right, it's like okay, Spectre. So we're back to having Spectre involved, sure. Um, and kind of the continuation of number one, and there's like the mystery of ooh, who is the man with the cat? Like, what's mm-hmm. you know, what's going on here? Sure. Uh, I my my Canadian accent was coming in there again. What's yeah. going on here, eh? <laughs> e? Oh, oh, you're you're watching the game, huh? huh. Uh, no, um. Yeah, what's going on with this guy with the cat, and mm-hmm. and that there that Spectre is you know it's not a foreign government that's causing issues. It's mm. just it's just the, the the super spy criminal bad guys that mm. are like trying to start a war between the Russians and the Japanese and mm-hmm. and, the and Chinese Chinese or was it? No, he's no, he's in Japan, Tokyo. Yeah, he's in Japan, but I thought it was China. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, no, I think it's the Japanese. Might I be. think it's the Japanese. Yeah. Bon son. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So I. I. Anyways, I found it really, really. I don't know. It was just refreshing, and sure. it was easy to follow. I'm yeah. sick of the Bond films where it's like, Ugh. you know, mm, and this next part will make <laughs> a lot of sense if you understand Soviet politics. And I'm like, <laughs> in 1973. Great. Give me 20 minutes to friggin' read the Wikipedia page on Soviet politics. <laughs> right. No. Yeah, so yeah. I, I give it a seven. Cool. Deserved a seven, gave wow. it a seven. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I gave it a six. Uh, I wasn't far off uh-huh. from you. I wasn't far off. You know, there was a few minor things that, not that I had problems with, but I was kind of like, okay, like Bond be dead, kind of. Minor is like, in small. Minor is in someone not old enough to drink or minor is in the guy with like black lung all three actually 
Okay. All yeah. right. So with Bond being dead, I mean, this this has happened before, and how many times is this going to happen? Like with Russia with love, we were tricked into thinking that Bond was dead. Um, I oh, but this was cool with the body bag and everything. That's true. It was pretty cool. Um, a couple little minor plot flaws. One is like of just a fakeness in the reality of the way the world works. I, I thought it was just funny how Bond asked to meet with the head of an engineering company the next day. And they were like, oh, yeah, no problem, no problem. Like, what CEO has gaping holes in their schedule to meet with randoms on such short notice? Japanese ones. Appar- apparently in the 60s. Yep. Um, yep. And one bullshit moment was just when the helicopter near the end found um, the pig face girl, as they call her, swimming in the water at night like no friggin' way like there was no thermal imaging that they were using it's hard enough just to visualize someone with the light of day with waves and whatnot but at night they're able to pinpoint her um i mean so so far you're just a skeptic these are these are arguable plot holes i have actually nothing to talk about with the plot specifically i just thought it was decent for all the same reasons you said it was easy to follow one thing that i just want to touch on that's it i'm done with the plot I literally felt like I was watching a Thunderbirds film or episode because there's so much space travel, so much rockets, hidden bases, and literally there was like the Bond sliding down chutes into a chair. So I literally felt like I was getting some deja vu. Did you ever watch Thunderbirds? Like the show with like the marionettes from like the 50s, 60s, or I don't even know where they're from. I watched Thundercats, but that's a whole different... What's that? Thundercats, Thundercats, Thundercats. You don't know Thundercats? <laughs> no. Ask Carl. Go 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 to Carl Eastman, good friend of the show. Okay. Uh and be like, hey man, Brady says Brady says I need to be educated in Thundercats. Okay. And he'll educate you. All right. Yeah. All right. You want to know about everyone except for Snarf. <laughs> Tell him that. Write oh. this down. Type it. I'm doing it as you speak. Start talking about portrayal of Bond and I'm sending the okay. message. Portrayal of Bond, I gave it a six. Uh, he was good. I mean, you know, I'm really looking forward to our next one doesn't have Sean Connery in it. And I'm really, I just, if anything else, just curious. I'm very mm. curious about a non Sean Connery bond. Um, he was still, he's still a total womanizer. I'm still not Big at the time. point where I'm like, oh yeah, gentleman spy. No. He, you know, really just like get the door for you, light your cigarette. Mm. have class he doesn't have any class he's yeah. he's got you know he's got uh he's got mojo and mm-hmm. that's kind of you know he doesn't he's not rapey in this one i kept waiting for a rapey moment yeah <laughs> and he never got rapey but he's still a womanizer oh yeah he yeah, yeah. so i give it a six i cool <laughs> yeah to be honest here we go again i gave it a six out of ten as well um same comments. You know, there's some funny aspects to watching Sean Connery. There's some things that are interesting. But yeah, generally there are some really kind of weird things like just the intro scene, like he makes a womanizing and racist comment all in one. I thoroughly thought to myself, gee, I've always wanted to see James Bond get a sponge bath going into this movie. And also he gets a massage. And if I've learned anything about Sean Connery in these films, in these situations, it's that I should feel uncomfortable about his conduct. Mm. Um, and just- In Tokyo, 007. 
Um, men, you know, women put men first. Oh, I might just have to retire here. Hmm. <laughs> it, it's right in line with my thoughts about women and what they deserve and what they don't. <laughs> and wait, you don't let them vote, do you? No? <laughs> excellent. Ex- excellent. <laughs> two, two things. One, I also never thought I needed to see James Bond go to ninja school. Just oh, well, apparently we did. Or, or dressed or in makeup to look like a Japanese man. <laughs> but just kind of touching on your point about him not being a gentleman spy, like there's the scene near the end where they're near the volcano where Bond is literally wearing several layers of clothing at night and literally didn't even offer the like one layer, like one shirt off his back for warmth. Yeah. For the woman who's literally just wearing a bikini and it's like nighttime and it's cold. Like he could have, yeah. he was wearing like three different layers, couldn't give her one thing. But then his view of the goods would be obscured. And, I mean, apparently, you know. apparently. Yeah. Uh, villain. Mm. Don't call me that. Eight. Don't I call me a villain. Eight. I'm not a villain. Are you, you're, you're, you're downplaying the moment where I say eight. Eight. Wow. Eight. I mean, it's it's Spectre. Yeah. Spectre, you know, it's like it's like they're they're who I want the villain to be. Right. They're like you know, they're the, the masterminds. They're the evil spy, super spy, you know, they're the villains with the gadgets. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and they've got a friggin' volcano lair. Like <laughs> And then the reveal of number one, and he's right. like the right. quintessential Bond villain. Like he's just like slightly deformed and super crazy, and mm. has like a German accent crossed with a Russian accent <laughs> crossed with like. Right. And you're just like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, right. the villain, you know. And the fact that you go half the movie without knowing who, like, okay, yeah. is it Russia? Is it right. like who is this? The mystery of who is this? crazy like yeah. rocket swallowing spaceship thing who yeah. who is this what are they yeah. after hmm. uh cool i i gave villain we parted a little bit on this i gave it a five out of ten so i'm a little neutral Ooh. on it it wasn't Ooh. bad i just didn't think it was as good as you said and uh, you know it was cool I, as far as what the film did it was fun bouncing around back and forth because at first you're like oh it's not specter it's a certain country and at times it's like, oh, this is going to be the classic USSR is the zeitgeist villain. And then obviously that wasn't the case. It, w- it was Spectre. And we see at times Spectre's might shown like when he feeds Agent 11 to a piranha. Like that was mm. some crazy stuff. Like rest in yeah. peace. Yeah. But uh, we, My yeah. My piranhas like will strip a man from his <laughs> meat, Let me his meat show you. from his bone in literally 30 <laughs> seconds. Hmm. Let me show you this neat trick here, kids. What is that, Mr. Snugglepuss? Oh, you would you would like some food. I will be right back while I get some food for Mr. Snugglepuss. But yeah, ultimately, we do finally meet the head of Spectre. For some reason, and I can't put my finger on it, maybe I just need to let it breathe a bit more. I think I was just a little underwhelmed. Maybe it's just the fact that it's the mystery of it is more fun. So when we've seen him, but not actually seen him in the past, it just creates this mystery. And maybe just the mystery is greater than anything that our imaginations can play up to. Maybe it's just a bit of that. But 
I can see that. Voldemort scared me more when he was this unknown Mm -hmm. entity that could be lurking around any corner and was was trying to come back, but we didn't know how. But but we didn't know how. Yeah. So I don't. The reason I gave villain five and not higher, it's not anything that the film did wrong. It's just I guess the realities of my reflections on or my interpretation of it. Cool. Next section, gadgets. I gave this a seven. Whoa. Yeah, I mean. Wow. Q shows up and brings him a friggin' helicopter. Yeah. He brings him a helicopter in briefcases. So yeah. that was cool. Yeah. He gets shot out of a torpedo. <laughs> right. He becomes the gadget himself. He's shot yeah. out of a torpedo, I don't even know what you would call it, canister mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. Um, chamber. And so right. that's cool. Uh, but ultimately, what did it for me was the rocket that comes out of the cigarette. Oh, sure. Yeah. To me, I was like, yep, that's 007. He's got like a, he's, you know, he's got this big, it's albeit clumpy, clunky, yeah. but he's got like a safe cracking device. Mm. And yeah, no, I was, I was, and, <laughs> and he's got a damn suction cup suit. Oh, yeah. To me, to me, I th- this was the most satisfied I've been with gadgets. Wow! So far, oh wow. yeah, yeah. So, beat the hell out of anything that we'd even seen with the Aston Martin. Yeah, that's true. Some of the stuff we've seen thus far has been pretty painful. For some reason, I, I just wasn't wasn't drinking the Kool Aid. So again, I veered away from you. I gave it a two out of ten. Wow! Yeah. And wow, that's huge. There's no way we're going to have the same score on this one. I don't think so. But, you know, there were just some scenes where I just was not blown away and they just kind of left that taste in my mouth. And I think that's what gave me the the desire to give the score I did. Just when the okay. CEO had an x-ray and, and that's how he was kind of peeping on James Bond, what was in his pocket. I was like, that's cool, I guess. I mean great oh yeah i really drank the kool-aid and i the, conceptually the helicopter scene was cool but the Lil nelly gadget and an intro sequence and the painful i just found the whole helicopter fight scene just the whole little nelly thing I, I i didn't i didn't i didn't like and oh i loved it yeah i loved it and send Tell him to shen little Nelly <laughs> and that he should be accompanied by, or she should be accompanied by her father, which is Q. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. And this is just a practical joke or a very practical making fun of thing here. But I, when the Japanese head of Secret Service was saying, I've caught a private train that drives me where I need to go. I'm like, you know what? You're causing, you're the cause of global warming. Like how incredibly inefficient to create this just for you to go back and forth. Uh, like, get over yourself. Uh, how are those weeds? <laughs> what? I feel like you're just combing for weeds here. You're just like. <laughs> uh, I do have good, yeah. I do, I've got some good things to say uh, coming up. We'll, we'll get All there. Right. Fights in action. Mm. I also gave this a seven. Okay. I liked, I did like the dog fight, the helicopter dog fight. We Kay. see him fight like we get samurai sword fighting right yep we've got ninjas we've got uh explosions we've got yeah i don't know i I was just you know i was just on board 
Mm-hmm. I, I again, I was you know, I think I was just so enthralled that anything they threw at me, <laughs> fighting and action wise, I I was eating it up. Right, right. Uh, I didn't massacre this. I just didn't give it a great score. I gave it a four out of ten. I think. So what I think, the reason I gave it a lower score, it's a 1960s action film and you get what comes with that. And it's, to me at times, not very great. The Ninja Assassins was different for sure. Um, There was one scene that I thought was actually pretty cool. And if it had just been executed a bit better, I really would have helped improve the scene and my score. That there was that scene early on on the rooftop when it was of James Bond and then it pans off and it shows him fighting and it's of like the whole roof and people gathering around him. And it, it was actually a really cool thought and a really cool scene. Just unfortunately, it was a bit of a shaky cam, so it just kind of ruined the whole it experience. It was very shaky cam. Yeah. And if it had been steady, not only would it have been like, that's a very cool shot and cinematic experience, but that might have might have influenced my score too. But I will say two things that were cool. One, Henderson getting stabbed through a wall unexpectedly was a pretty baller assassin move as far as timing yeah. and execution. And then Bond just like dives through the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that was amazing, like I literally rewound it because I was like, did that just happen? Was when agent number one got ninja starred in the wrist to save James Bond. Like that is mm. by far the most badass thing we've yeah, seen in cool. this series b- by far loved it yeah it was cool mm. uh bond girl mm. i gave this a two sure yeah what is it with aki aki yep aki yep i just didn't care she wasn't in it long enough she's killed she gets mm-hmm. killed poisoned like poisoned which yep. is poison that was meant for bond and was really cool that attempted assassination that you, that you you lower the string down and then let mm-hmm. the poison trickle down the string that was right. so cool i was like yeah. yes this is <laughs> this is the stuff that i want to watch 007 for sure um but yeah i just you know i were we supposed to recognize her I like it was didn't. you know cuz he does yeah. she's she's a, a woman from his past yeah uh but she's just as quickly discarded. Oh, for sure. You yep. know, so I I gave it a two. I didn't. I just didn't. You know, it was no Honey Rider. Yeah, man, Honey Rider was pretty good. Um, she's the gold standard so she far. She is. Yeah, uh, Bond girl. I gave it a five out of ten. For me, it was kind of middle of the road. I do wonder like which one because there was Aki, but then there was for a small amount of time. I don't even know what her real name was. It's just the girl they referred to as Pig Face. Yeah, but she, oh, right, 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 right. The pig face yeah. girl. Yeah. Which, uh, which, which I didn't think she was, I didn't think she was ugly. I think that I was, was a joke. I was expecting like some I, I hideously fi- deformed woman. I think that was a joke because it, she, like she was a very beautiful person. And yeah. I think like, yeah. Okay. Uh, I do think it's horrid that they like even just referred to someone as pig face. Like that's so mean. But uh, I, I gave that girl kudos because she actually get, said no to james bond yeah it ended up you can't sleep with me it ended up lasting like five minutes but kudos to her for at least trying to make it a just a marriage business arrangement and um kudos kudos to her for trying not to have sex with him (laughs) i say that i i you know 
I, yeah. Every man should say that. Every man every. should say that to his wife. <laughs> Kudos. Kudos, dear. Kudos. Yeah. Supporting uh, characters. Supporting characters. I gave it a six. Okay. Um, yeah. Henderson was cool. I'm always happy when Q shows up. Always. Sure. Please, 007. I'm a little bit trifled from my journey, you know. Mm. We've made a couple of improvements since you used it last, 007. Please try to bring it back in one piece. Right. He hasn't said that yet, but I really want to hear him say, please try to bring this one back in one piece. Right. Um, I'm really excited for that. Mm. Um, And Tiger. Tiger was cool. I like Tiger. Hmm. I, yeah, I think I just wasn't drinking the Kool-Aid. I I literally gave it a one out of 10. Get the Kool-Aid in you, man. Kool-Aid. Yeah. Jammers. Q says hi, but it wasn't my most like it wasn't my favorite Q interaction that we've had so I far. I like I like Q when he's at MI six. By far, I prefer oh, him when yes. he's when yeah. he's in the lab. Yeah, and yeah, I just wasn't really feeling it. You know, Felix Slider wasn't there. There were some other uh, supporting characters, but I Felix just Felix does nothing for me. <laughs> nothing. I don't care about Felix at all. Like, I don't even recognize him. He shows up, and then I'm not that's, even aware that it's him until someone says, hello, Felix. That's because it's a different actor now. I, is it? All right. See, yeah. I, was, I, don't, I didn't even know that. Yeah, okay. But moving forward, like, I don't know. You know, yeah. so this is the issue. I'm looking forward to a new 007 in the next sure. one. Yeah, yeah. But, I I mean, I guess this is the end. Actually, no, I've decided. Moving forward, doesn't sure. matter. Yep. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter whether it's Pierce Brosnan or Roger Moore or whatever. The Sean sure. Connery accent is staying. Do it. Yes. Obviously, it has to. Yeah, it's got yep. to. Got to. Bond song. Bond song. I also gave this a six. I. Cool. It felt Bond song y. Yeah. It had the it had the the espionage twang that it needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but also had some cultural influences, like some Asian cultural, you know, mm-hmm. feeling to it. Yep. Uh, and the montage was great. You know, the montage was ne- the video aspect of it was ne- neither here nor there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. I you know I gave it pretty similar. I gave it a five out of ten. I I thought the montage was okay. Uh, the song wasn't the greatest, but it was decent. Um, at first I, my notes were literally, it doesn't get my bond juices flowing and I gave it a five and I I didn't, I don't want to hear that, (laughs) but the more I listened to it, like it had kind of had a recurring theme and then in the end credits, I actually kind of grew on me a little bit. So I, I, like a fungus, like a mold. And so, you know, I, I'd care to say, I don't mind it. It's, it was, it was decent. Cool. One so, last one last thing because I had yeah. my one liners uh category. Drop in which, the ocean. Which sorry, did I just spoil that? You did. How's oh, how's that for Japanese? I was listening for it. I was listening wait. for them because just, of you. You missed the first part. How's that for Japanese efficiency? Drops car. It's just a drop in the ocean. That's just a drop in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, and then there's another one towards the end of the film and I can't remember it now. Oh. Was it the Bon Appetit? Yes. Yeah. yeah it wasn't the bon best. Appetit. That wasn't no, the best. Not as good as a drop in the ocean. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. So what did you tally? Like, what was your score? Uh, so if I take all those numbers mm-hmm. and I divide them by eight, which is the number. Okay. If I add them all up and then divide them by eight. Mm, yes. Uh, I get 6.1. Cool. Okay. Which So here's the interesting thing. Sure. 
6.1. So I've decided Casino Royale, the 1967 Casino Royale. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, it scored the highest. It's, it scored a 7.1 for me. I'm not counting it. Sure. Cause it's so it does, different. I feel like I, it's so different. It's not in my quest to find the ultimate Bond film, which is essentially what this is. Mm-hmm. It's a quest to find the best Bond movie and to rank all the others accordingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it has no place in the list. It's too, it's its own. It's like, yep. a, it's like a, it's like a Big Mac. <laughs> it's the Big Mac, right? Sure. Because everyone goes, mm, Big Mac. Yeah, I could go for a Big Mac. Big Macs mm-hmm. are great. Yep. Right? And it is. A Big Mac is friggin' delicious. However, oh, yeah. if you're like, you know, how good of a burger is a Big Mac? And it's like, well, a Big Mac is a terrible burger. A Big <laughs> Mac's not a good burger. Right. It's its own thing. So yep. Casino Royale is not a good Bond movie. No. It's just a good movie based on Bond. Sure. Yep. So, uh, cool. so having said all of that, mm-hmm. uh, the only so six point one is what I gave this. The only sure. Bond film so far that has scored higher than that is Goldfinger with six point four. So only point three below. Wow, the best one so far. So it's wow. it's it's. I think it's the second best one we've watched. Wow, and having it... said that, mm. having said that. I think it's the second best one based on all of our categories. Sure. I would rather watch it than, I think I like it better than Goldfinger. Sure. I like it a lot better than Goldfinger. Wow. But the Bond girl really, really dragged it down. Yeah. As far as enjoyment, I'd probably still go Goldfinger, but I think this would be second. Yeah. It was just, it was just easy to follow and it had all the right, like it, it finally felt like it was really, Leaning into the 007-ness mm. with the with the volcano layer and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, See, so yeah, I I gave it a bit lower. I gave it a four point two five out of ten. Ooh, but, that's low. Yeah, I did. But ultimately, like I said, it's probably my second favorite so far. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. A uh, couple quick things for you on the trivia. Ooh, trivia, trivia. So. There's this is I'm not going to ask it as a question. This is just something to drop on you here. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, do you know who he is? Uh, no. Okay. Well, Dwayne Johnson or The Rock, uh, his grandfather, uh, Peter, actually appeared as a Bond villain in You Only Live Twice. So he was in this film. Huh. Yeah. He actually just passed away a couple months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. But yeah, he was in this film, which is kind of cool. cool. Uh, so my standing question, I want you to tell uh, me where you guess this film ranks on the tomato meter. So there's 24 currently James Bond films. This is becoming a harder thing to answer. That's that's all right. That's okay. So there are 24 films in existence right now. No, 25? Which one will be 26. No Time to Die? There's 26 in existence. 26, 27 will be No Time to Die. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So of the 26, you can't pick one, you can't pick three, you can't pick four, can't pick six, and you can't pick 26. Where do you think You Only Live Twice ranked as far oh. as the tomato meter? Do you I, think I it was near the it. top, near the bottom? I think it's... I hope it's closer. I hope. I hope it's closer <laughs> to the tap. Um, 
I'm going to say 10. I'm going to say 10th place. I don't know. Cool. Just because. Yeah. Because I don't know that I think, I don't know that I think that it makes the top quarter. Sure. But I also don't think it deserves to be in the bottom half. Sure. Fair enough. So I'm going to say 10. Cool. So number one is Goldfinger. Three is From Russia With Love. Four is Dr. No. Six is Thunderball. Eleven is You Only Live Twice at 73%. Oh, I'm so close. That is so close. And then 26 is the 1967 Casino Royale at 26%. Yeah, which again, I, yeah, yeah, doesn't belong on the list. It doesn't belong on the list because it is different. Yeah. Cool. Well, is Drake once said, You Only Live Twice. Did he say that? I don't No, he said you only live once. YOLO. Oh. You never heard YOLO? YOLO? No. I mean I know the saying, but yeah. I've no I knew it before him. Okay. He didn't come up with the saying, did he? Well, I think he did. He came up with a lot of, he came up with water. No. He invented um oxygen. He Whoa, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Wait. Yes. Did Drake? Oh, I'm not saying he invented it. I'm just saying he's referenced Yolo. it. Popularized the term YOLO, an acronym for in 2011. But I mean, we were using YOLO before then, weren't we? Were we? YOLO has Maybe. been. YOLO has since become the kind of slang word that transcends the trappings of its origins, largely thanks to. Right, fantastic. But what are. It's what's uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Origin, thank you for listening, everyone. Please like, follow, subscribe on all our uh, media outlets. Check out below the links and check out our link for our Patreon page. If you feel so inclined, uh, you can support us and help us uh, pay the bills, improve the show, and um, yeah, thanks for listening. 1993. Is the earliest? No, that's not right. That's something. Yeah, no. Yes, nineteen ninety three is the earliest recorded use of YOLO. Hmm. Well, I'm older go. than YOLO. We're we are <laughs> older than YOLO. 